Hi everyone, welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel. And on this platform, we share stories from women around the world to inspire young girls and young women to dream with unlimited possibilities. Today, I have the ultimate pleasure of being with Miss Jo and she is amazing. I just can't wait for you guys to hear her story. So we just wanna go ahead and introduce her. She is an author, a survivor and an advocate and she will go ahead and explain to you guys what that means. So, hey, Joe, how are you doing today? I'm doing so well, how are you? I'm doing amazing. So I'm sure they're already waiting to know, what are you a survivor of? What are you an author of? Um, just an overall, just brief summary of who you are. Well, yes, author, survivor, advocate, all of those things and words describe me. So I'll start with author. I am an author. I recently published my first fiction novel, which is called Jada's Diary. Um, I'll probably talk a little bit more about that later, but it's based on my life. So I am an author. Um, I'm a survivor of life. Just, you know, survivor of a lot of things that have come mm. my way, but specifically, I am a survivor of sexual abuse. I am a survivor of a broken engagement. I'm a survivor of just hardships coming my way in life and overcoming them. And then I am an advocate because I work to help other women who have been in similar situations through my writing, through my talking, through my social media, just really to normalize a lot of things that happen to us because sometimes I know us as women, we get really hard on ourselves and we mm -hmm. think sometimes we're the only one. So I'm an advocate in that sense, just to remind women that you're not alone and some of these things, you have other people in your corner to help you get through. Most definitely. So I know that, you know, you must have gone through some tough things in your life that um, everyone, you know, it's hard to deal with. So how are you able to shift your mindset to be in a space now where you are able to help and empower a woman with your story? That's a great question. Um, I can definitely say like what has helped me to get to this point is my faith in God. Um, I believe in God. I believe that, you know, he has our lives ordained in a way that even when we go through things that are so tough and difficult and we feel like we can't get out of the bed, eventually, you know, we are able to overcome and we are able to get through. So God, and then honestly, also therapy. Um, mm -hmm. Last year, 2019 was the first time that I saw a licensed therapist and it was very transformational for my life because going through, you know, the different talks and exercises and just really unearthing who I was with a therapist that was able to act, um, ask me like, you know, certain questions and have me think about things in certain ways that really helped me to know one that, you know, like I'm okay, like things are going to be okay, but also kind of just like putting the science behind it and putting, you know, like the mental aspect that sometimes us regular people don't know, like, why do I feel mm -hmm. this way? Like, why do I feel like, you know, so happy, but the next second I'm crying and, you know, right. sometimes we make ourselves feel bad about it, but it's just like, if you've been through traumatic things, it's okay. So yeah, mm -hmm. between God and just like consistently going to therapy and having that outlet really, really got me to a place where I could heal. And now that I'm able to talk about, you know, certain things. Right. That is amazing. Cause I know, 
a lot of women go through very traumatic experiences and it's hard for them to share those experiences or even talk about it with anyone just for the simple fact of not feeling like their voice is heard mm-hmm. or that they're being understood or any action will be taken uh, to to help them in a sense. So um, how would you say you could help women or your story could help women who are feeling lost in any way or feeling as if their voice isn't being heard, how would your story be able to help and inspire women that their voices are able to be heard and they can get and seek help for whatever they're going through? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think my story can help women because I am someone who always portrays to like have everything together. Um, you know, like I'm a working professional woman. I, I, I'm on social media a lot. I go a lot of places, I do a lot of things. So to the outside world, I look like someone that, you know, like, oh, Joe, she, she's fine, she's cool. She, yeah. she goes to work, she's, she's jet setting, she's posting all these cute selfies. And it's like, you know, you can be a person that, you know, you have a lot of things going on and maybe you don't, but from the outside world, no one will be able to tell that unless right. you having conversations with them. So I think my story can resonate with a lot of women because I'm just a regular person. You know, I'm a regular woman, Mm -hmm. just like everyone else. And it took, I'm not going to lie. It took me a while to get out of my depression. I was extremely depressed last year. Um, I, I was engaged and I broke up, you know, with the person who I was engaged to. And, you know, that's a very Mm -hmm. traumatic experience in and of itself. And there were some days like I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. It felt like the world was crumbling on me and that, oh my gosh, like I'm a failure, you know, like people are gonna look at me crazy and all of these thoughts. I think, you know, sometimes it's very easy as us as women to get influenced by, you know, what we think society thinks or what we think our friends oh, think definitely. our family. Yeah, and sometimes that's hard. So I think, again, like just going back to my connection and my story is just letting women know that if you take those steps to push through, if you take that time to really sit with yourself and go back to, you know, the things that make you happy for real, not what other people want you to do and learning who Mm -hmm. you are and where your strength truly lies, I think can help a lot of women because I was sadly mistaken. I'm going to tell you the truth. I was always taught to believe that you know, when you find your man, you find your other half. And that right. complete you. That is a lie, nope. <laughs> lie. And it's so sad that it took me literally almost 30 years to realize that that was a lie because I was always told that, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's what I see in the movies, in these, in these chick flicks. Yeah. <laughs> crumbling upside down. She meets the man in the supermarket and then now everything is like better. But I would say to the (laughs) do not fall into that trap. It is not true. You have to complete yourself as a woman first before you can ever join yourself with someone else. And that's something I didn't Mm -hmm. do and I take full responsibility of. But I would have never learned that if I didn't sit down and go to therapy and sit with myself. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, I know a lot of people, um, you know, it's kind of hard for people to say, oh, I need to go see a therapist. What made you 
make a transformation or a shift in your mind that said, I need to go seek this help. I, and it's okay for me to go seek this help. Cause I know a lot of people's mindsets is kind of like, oh, you know, no one on the outside should really know what's going on with you. Yeah. And you know, you should not tell anyone your business. So what made you make a transformational shift into saying, you know, it's okay. And I do need the help and I need to go seek it. That's a great question. So really what made me make that change is at that point, um, again, I talk about the breakup because that is literally the, the time that I decided to go to therapy. Um, but at that mm -hmm. point, that was probably like maybe, I can't even put a number to it, but I've had a lot of traumatic experiences before that. And these were things mm -hmm. that happened to me where, you know, I felt depressed. I felt like I couldn't, you know, make it to the next day. I'm crying and angry. And I've always been the kind of person that anytime something really bad or awful happened to me, you know, I close my door, I put on Mary J. Blige, I cry it out <laughs> for a little bit. And the next day I come out with my smile, with my work bag, mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, just going through life. But I realized I can't, treat this situation like that because I never truly was happy. It's kind of like you have a cut and you rip off the band-aid before it's healed and you keep ripping mm. off these band-aids, it's never gonna heal. So what really made me decide to go to therapy is like, I was like tired of handling things my way because I noticed like the way I was handling stuff did not work. I wasn't fulfilled, mm. I wasn't happy. And I just knew, this is kind of like a feeling I got inside myself. Like, Joe, you really have to do something different because the way you're doing it, first, it got you to this point. And then also mm -hmm. like, we need to heal. We're not going into 30, you know, like not knowing how to properly cope with things. So that mm -hmm. was, that was really the catalyst that pushed me towards therapy. Well, that's awesome. And I know it's a lot more difficult now, um, especially for younger girls, because we see these different images of life or success on social media. Yeah. So it's like, what would you say to someone who's trying to overcome different obstacles or trying to be sure or find themselves in an age like this social media digital age? That is, oh, that's so important. And Again, like even you saying that, it goes back to remind me like why I decided to to open up my life to people is because mm -hmm. I think, you know, social media subconsciously makes us compare ourselves to the people in a way that's not healthy. And, you mm -hmm. know, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for this age that we're growing up in, but sometimes I think about it, you know, especially like the younger teenagers, like you said, the younger people that are coming up mm -hmm. who can't decipher real life versus things that's just, you know, we're putting on a front for the internet. So what I would mm -hmm. say, and this is a practice that I do consistently, like if I'm scrolling through my social media and, you know, I find a page or I find something that makes me not feel good about myself, has me comparing myself, or I feel bad that I'm looking at it, or I feel like, ooh, mm -hmm. like I'm getting a little jealous, I, I have to <laughs> mute them or, um, or unfollow them. And uh -huh. that's just the way that I keep my energy because, you know, like, again, we all take in information differently. So I would say that to any younger people who are um, experiencing any of that. But in terms of, you know, like re calling out for yourself and making sure that you're responsible for your health, like 
you know, we hear it. We used to hear it on the planes, and now we hear it with the mask. Like, you have to be able to put your mask on, your oxygen mask, mm -hmm. before you can help anybody else. Yes. And that's kind of how I think about therapy now, because I could never be who I expected I was going to be for a husband or who I expected I was going to be for my future kids if I never took the time to, to get my mask on and heal myself first. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. And that's the, that's an excellent um, tip that you shared where, you know, if you're feeling jealous or any type of way about somebody's post, just mute them or unfollow them. Because even myself, um, you know, there's a lot of women or even younger children, um, younger kids, like you have 19 year olds buying their first house. So it's like, you're like, wow, like I'm really behind or, you know, just like comparing yeah, yourself yeah. to someone else's journey. And it, that's not the way it should be. So even myself, I've changed my platform on social media where I'm using it to inspire and just to give knowledge and awareness to different causes and even anyone that just wants to start their own business and needs a little bit of motivation. So I think um, if we just have more people doing things like that and just showing real life rather than, you know, having people compare, just like, just let it go. <laughs> I agree, I agree. We need more authenticity. No, seriously. So um, what has encouraged you to be on your path? Let's say either, you can talk about it either career-wise or life's um, personal-wise. Um, what has encouraged me to be on this path? I'm, you know, besides what I mentioned before, you know, God and therapy has been really other people who have poured into me. And this is mm -hmm. another big reason why I'm so adamant about opening up myself so that I can be a helping hand to somebody else is because when mm -hmm. I was going through like my prob probably honestly, like the darkest period of my life, which was last year, um, I, I remember like just one reaching out to like my close circle of sister friends who kept me, who kept me encouraged and, you know, kept me uplifted. But, um, I remember specifically like even finding a blog, like I had Googled some mm -hmm. stuff about like broken engagements and I found mm -hmm. this woman who wrote a blog and I think it was maybe back in like 2014 or 15, somewhere like at least five years ago. And I read it and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only person. Because sometimes <laughs> I feel like too, when things happen to us, we just think like we're the only person ever in life to experience it. No, and it's right. like, no, we're not. Other people go through things that we went through before. So I remember people after I read her same blog, things or something worse. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, and that's something I feel like too, we need to normalize as well. And that's why we need mm -hmm. to have these conversations so, you know, especially like the, the women and the girls that are coming up under us so that they know, hey, I'm not alone. But um, I remember reaching out to her after, you know, I read the blog and it was very, very up uplifting. And I ended up finding her on Instagram and I sent her a message like, hey, I just read your blog. You have no idea how much this has helped me. I'm, you know, going through a similar situation. And she sent me a long prayer. It was a, it was a prayer. And it was just about like being comforted and just knowing, you know, like God has our back. But I remember reading that prayer so many times and I thanked her so much. And she told me when she was going through her situation, somebody else said that to her and she was mm -hmm. able to send that to me. So 
it just shows like really just the power of I'm, I'm sure she didn't know when she posted that blog that five years later you know and this is a, a beautiful asian woman that lives in california i believe she lives in california mm -hmm. i'm sure she didn't know she was going to be helping out a little black girl in the bronx that was over here crying <laughs> you know but she did and it was all because she was vulnerable enough to open up herself so mm -hmm. i just i see that now as me just paying it forward because there have been so many other women who've done that for me right so um, I know like support is definitely like the best way finding people that have gone through the same situations as you because you know you can talk to someone who you know you may they may give good advice on like on the good on the most times but it's like you know finding someone who has like gone through the same situation with you it hits a little different so how would you suggest someone just any situation, how would you su suggest they go about finding that different support for, for any problems that they've incurred? Okay, that you asked some really good questions. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> um, so I would say one, like Google is your friend. I Googled a lot and be careful with it too, because I know sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, some days when I feel sick and I Google and they make me feel like I'm gonna die or something, <laughs> you know? So be careful with that. But I think especially for like, you know, specific issues, there are a lot of people and women um, that have written blogs or have stories or even have books. Um, one of the things that I do even now, um, if anybody uses Instagram, like even just following certain hashtags. So like for me, one of the hashtags that I follow consistently is Black Women Heal. And that comes up on my feed. And when I see it, it's nothing but uplifting quotes or women who actually have, that's their niche, is to talk about how to heal as a Black mm -hmm. woman. Or another one that I follow, sexual abuse survivors. That's spe specific to me because I'm a survivor and I've been able to connect with other women who have gone through the same thing just from following that hashtag. So I know it sounds kind of like that's super millennial because I'm no. talking about hashtags, <laughs> but it actually mm -hmm. helps because there are people who, you know, their life's calling is this and this is the content that they're putting out to help people. And then mm -hmm. from there, you're able to find support groups. Um, I will also say, like going back to Google, there are a lot of support groups within people's local communities and on a nationwide mm -hmm. scale that have to do, you know, like domestic violence. We know there is a whole national hotline for that, right? There's a, um, mm -hmm. yeah. a suicide hotline. So if you're really going through things that you just need people to talk to, and what I love about hotlines mm -hmm. like that is you can call anonymously. You can just call and talk mm -hmm. to people if you want to vent. So it, I know sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, we don't want to, you said it earlier, like we don't want to disclose mm -hmm. our information to people. Um, there are a lot of anonymous um, resources out there for people. So I encourage you to, to take, take use of those if you need it. Well, that's wonderful. So I've just like enjoyed your energy. Like, first of all, like you Thank keep you. a smile on your face, which <laughs> is awesome, you know, especially with all the things that you've gone through in your life and you spoke about. How would you, if you had one last thing to say to inspire women and young girls to just live and dream with the energy that you have, how do you do it? How do you, what is one thing you would say? I would say, 
one thing. That's hard. See, I'm thinking a million things. Oh, say multiple if, I, if you need to. <laughs> um, well, a few things come to mind. One is that, you know, there is really, and it sounds so cliche, there's purpose for your pain. Um, mm-hmm. We don't see it. You're not going to see it, right? Like, I think, I love analogies. So I think like, you know, the multiple times I've driven on the highway. Have you ever been in a highway mm-hmm. and it just started downpouring? And you can't see yeah. anything around you, right? Nothing you're like, scared. you're driving at like 30 <laughs> when it's a 70 mile, you know, limit. Mm-hmm. And I think about it like that. Like you can't see through that downpour, but if you keep driving eventually, and then the sun is out, like you didn't just yeah. drive through a whole storm. And you live in Florida, so I know you guys have a lot of on and off storms, right? Yes, um, every day. <laughs> So I think about it like that, like that would be like one of the biggest things I would say is that, you know, just keep pushing through even when it doesn't feel like it doesn't, even when it doesn't feel natural, you know, but Mm -hmm. also, you know, when we are going through rough things, give yourself time to feel. If there's a day where you need to turn off your phone and not do anything, do it. If you need to have your door closed and the lights off and cry, do it, but don't dwell in it because that's when you know like it can get very easy to get stuck and that's when you need to you know reach out to your communities and your support systems or go online the things i just talked about but i will leave them with that tomorrow's always better and that's how i'm able to keep this smile on my face because i know like my life is just getting started great and it's it's gonna keep getting greater you know and i'm still gonna go through rough times like i'm still gonna have challenges but Mm -hmm. it's like the mindset that you have is what gets you through it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for that. You are so full of love, light, and happiness, and I enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> thank you. It's been great talking to you, too. No problem. We will definitely, anything, I know you have your book coming out in September, so we'll link all of the information to that so everybody can go ahead follow you on your social profiles and follow your journey in life. And we wish you the best of luck on that because we are always continuing to grow. I don't care how old you are. I know we're always continuing to grow, even if it's just as a person. So we thank you again, Joe, for coming and sharing your, um, your story with us. And we thank everyone for tuning in to Made to Dream. And we thank you and see you next time.